Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Small businesses bring Utah together. They inspire goodness and connect communities. These are their stories from Mighty Main Street, brought to you by the Utah Office of Tourism and Visit Salt Lake. Here's our host, Chris Redgrave, on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varela. I have Ashley Colette with me, and she is the new owner and proud owner of Salton Honey Market, and this is right in 9th and 9th. And she has this partnership with her wonderful business partner, Nicole Scholes paul And thank you so much for being on Mighty Main Street. Ashley, you're going to be the one that's going to represent Salton Honey at 9th and 9th, right? Yes, yes. You know, to be here. I tell you what, I have been in your store. I have pillows in your from your store that are uh, sitting in my house. I, I'm absolutely crazy about the caramels. You have so many cool products in your store. How did this whole thing happen between you and Nicole Ashley? How did you decide to open up this market? Um, so we started as a pop-up market back in 2015, and we just wanted a place in Utah for artists to have a place to sell. Artisans and makers and designers and crafters, They just there just wasn't much places for them to sell in Utah and Salt Lake City, and so we just thought we'd pop it open. And we ran it um, for a few years just as a pop-up market, and we just did it twice a year, and it was really successful. And so we had this bigger dream of opening up a store where they could have a place so that people could shop locally and find a place to support, you know, these local artisans without having to travel very far or shop online. You know, we just wanted to have, like, a boutique that was centered around that concept and and Salt Lake is here for it. You know, they come, our customers love it. They come all the time. And it's just been a really good thing for our economy and our local community here. So people come from all around? Because you're at 9th and 9th, right in uh, downtown Salt Lake City. So people travel from how far? Um, probably clear from Provo to Ogden. We get lots of customers along the Wasatch Front. But then we also get tons of travelers. So anytime anybody is in town, they search for like local shops, ours pop up. Then we start having them shop online with us. You know, we get lots of people from New York and California. And also we're popular in Michigan for some reason. (laughs) Not quite sure why, but it's pretty great. I thought you guys just opened up just recently. Am I imagining that? So our 
our store actually opened up in 2018 at the Gateway Mall first, and then we moved up here to the 9th and 9th area in 2019. So we, we have been around a little bit, but this location is fairly new. Um, last fall, we also opened another location at the Fashion Place Mall because we had a lot of customers from Draper Sandy area, and we thought that was a little easier for them to access. So yeah, so we're fairly new, but also we've kind of been around for a little bit. How's the ninth and ninth working out for you? I mean, good, good traffic. What do you like about the ninth and ninth shopping area? Oh, it's amazing. Like ninth and ninth has been known for years to be this like local shopping and restaurant destination, and we just are so we've been like welcomed with open arms by all of our neighbors, and we get so many people that are just walking in, you know, shopping in this area. It just feels like a good home for us and a really good fit. We actually see ourselves staying here like permanently. We just think it's such a good place for us to be. And I tell you what, it's such a great shop. It has a wonderful vibe to it, Ash. I have to tell you, you and Nicole have oh. really nailed the culture and the vibe to this place. It pulls you right in, and there's there's oh, something for everybody, and the price points are fabulous. Uh, give us an idea of the creation of this that you guys have come up with, because I see you cool you stuff in there. I see brand new stuff. I see local Utah artisans. What's the concept behind this, Salt and Honey? About 75% of the products in our store are sourced from these local artisans, makers, designers, crafters, anyone that can, you know, is trying to have a small creative business, we try and find their products and we pull them into the store. So we've got like candles and jewelry and art and prints and stationery, just like anything you can imagine. And then we also like to find small brands to support that aren't local. And we kind of fill in the rest of our shop with that. So we will find, you know, just some really good small businesses to support that may be out of like California or New York or even Europe, um, just stuff that's very well designed or high quality or handmade, you know, just anything that kind of hits that sustainable product model and supporting an artisan. We love to find shops that like have a family behind them or have a person behind them because it makes such a big difference when you're shopping for like a gift or a present or just anything if you're buying something that has like been touched by a person rather than by a big corporation and you can feel good about that purchase because then you're like paying for somebody's soccer lessons or for somebody's mortgage instead of like just supporting something really large. And so we love that concept and it's what drives us and we're finding new products every day. Our store is like constantly changing, which is really exciting. Every time you come in here, it's like just something new and fresh and it's really great for us. We buy, we, we are the top two customers of our own store and our whole homes are just filled with all these wonderful treasures. And we just want everyone else to have that experience as well. Who's got the buyer's eye? <laughs> well, that's um, both of us, actually. That's probably um, our biggest strength is that Nicole and I have slightly different visions and we trust each other to make good decisions. And so we kind of tag team that and we love that aspect of it. It's probably our very favorite part is like finding these products and these artisans to support. So do people find you or do you find them or is it a combination of both? It's a combination of both. Um, we do a lot less searching now than we did in the beginning. Um, a lot of people, you know, we get probably 10 to 15 emails a day from people reaching out wanting to be in the store, which is really great. But it's hard because we try and curate it a little bit and narrow it down to what we think will sell. We have a pretty good idea now what people here in Salt Lake want. And 
so we just try and tailor our store to those to their needs, you know. If you could just summarize what it is in Utah that we like, what what would you say? What comes to mind when you think about the Utah shopper or your target market shopper? What do we migrate to? I think the thing that Utahns love the most is like something that's unique, something that you can't find at like Target or Walmart. You know, they really are drawn to the handcrafted nature of a lot of our products or something that feels a little more tactile or, you know, just beautiful. One thing behind our name is that we're called Salt and Honey because we believe the products we sell are like the sweet and savory parts of our lives, you know, and that's what people come to us for. Um, In Utah, they find us so that they can like accent their lives with these products and make just like their homes and their gifts a little more special. You know, I think you just hit the nail on the head. I mean, you certainly described me, and I like the uniqueness of products, you know, instead of just the same cookie-cutter thing that everyone else has. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. It it really does create a special vibe and culture of our shop, and that's what we love so much about it. Do you tend to go to the downtown farmer's markets, which, by the way, it's, we're going to have farmer's markets at the um, Gateway, which is totally cool. Do you go to the farmer's markets to see if you can find people there? Yeah, we actually, both of us started at farmer's markets and at Craft Lake City selling our own products, and so we definitely love to visit those and find new people. We're trying to right now expand our like, food selection, and that's like the best place to find great local food makers, you know. And so um, that's kind of our goal this summer is to go to those markets and find some more people that we can just bring in and spread awareness of their brands. I'm so glad to hear you give uh, the farmer's market a shout out. I mean, they've been doing this for decades now. And we have multiple businesses like Rico's Foods and uh, and Belltex Meats that have grown out of the farmer's markets. And I just think it is such an incredible opportunity to be able to incubate a small business. By, and it's, you know what, the barrier of entry is so low. You can just go, I wonder if this product's any good. I wonder if people are going to like my taffy or whatever it is that you're making. And so thank you so much for giving a shout out to the farmer's markets. That's been something that's been very important for downtown Salt Lake City and to grow businesses for a long time. So very cool. Do other business Small business owners understand that the farmer's market is a good place to shop for people and for products to put in their stores. Do other people get that? Oh, yeah. I mean, our our target customer is the farmer's market customer. And oh. those that haven't heard about the farmer's market, we are always sending down there because, you know, there's some things we can't carry, like very really fresh food. Like we can't carry that. And so we're happy to, like, send people their way. You know, I feel like the farmer's market kind of paved the way for this community Um, they've been around for a long time and they've just done so much for the artisan community and like the small fruit producers and, you know, farmers. And so we love to support them and feel like they're, you know, just like the grandparents of all of this, you know, and it's just, it's just such a great thing. Ashley, we're going to take a quick break. I have Ashley Colette with me and she is one of the owners of Salt and Honey Market at 9th and 9th. And they also have expanded to some other areas as well. We'll be right back, Ashley. We're just going to take a quick break. Thank you so much. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLNewsRadio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.